0: The following audio is via a Skype call.
1: Get ready to challenge conventional beliefs about what's possible in creating health, wealth, and happiness. You are listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. This hit show is providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. It is time to open and expand your awareness, accelerate your well-being, as Megan shares wisdom, teachings, and experience from a lifelong journey of the heart. Enact the power of radical change with ease and lift your desires to a new perspective. Now, here's Playing
0: on the Edge Radio.
2: Hey, I'm Dr. Pat, and guess who I'm here with?
0: <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Megan Edge. Welcome to our show today.
2: Yep. And what you're listening to is playing on the edge radio. Uh, This is a fabulous show that Megan does. You know, this is about radical change with ease. Today, look, I, I don't know how we can say this enough, but sometimes we just lug along and we carry things from our past with us, not just our past like 10 years ago, 20 years ago. But our past past today we're going to talk about on the edge of reincarnation we're going to talk about what this means now for for many of you out there as a master healer megan megan edge uh is someone that helps people more than understand what their life or their purpose and their meaning is but you know. She's going to dive into this fascination we have, the subject of past lives. We're going to look at how learning about our past life can help us to heal our present day. And if you heal your present day, then what you're doing is you're really cutting off the woundedness from affecting your future and see how it's all tied together. Today, Megan's going to share what she's learned, how she works with others, proven techniques for us accessing and remembering our past lives, but also to look at this in a safe way, in a way that's going to help you move perhaps from inaction to action, but more importantly, to dive deep into why we are bringing these things forward and what they're meant to do, share, and teach us. Uh, Now, Megan, look, this is a body of work that you do not only through webinars, through your book, through many, many things, right? Mm -hmm. But this is about challenging some of these beliefs that our ego wants to talk to us about and more importantly, hold us back. Give us a little history of this notion of why or how or where people talk about us living more than once.
0: Absolutely. So first of all, I want to say we're starting this show on the assumption that we do live more than one lifetime. That's the premise that we're working with here. I also invite everyone to simply be open-minded to the possibility that this is in fact a truth, that our soul is so vast and, and wants so many experiences that in order to thoroughly have the experience of being human, it's required that we, we get to come back time and time again in order to experience all the different ways in which we can show up as a human being. In no way do I want to negate anybody's belief that there are no, that there is not reincarnation or that we are only here to live one life and we must do the best that we can in this lifetime. And then whatever comes afterwards, and maybe that's the subject of our next show (laughs) on the edge of the afterlife whatever comes afterwards has its own validity because I'm I'm not about trying to convince anyone of anything but as you say Pat what I want to do today is to share my own personal belief around the idea that we live more than one lifetime how that knowledge can help us on our healing journey and the impact that memories from other lifetimes can have and to stretch our comfort zone a little bit if that's not enough, by bringing in a concept around simultaneous time, time travel that we can do through accessing our other lifetimes, future lifetimes that we can access because of time being simultaneous, and even to look at the concept of sharing a soul, that our soul is sharing different lifetimes at the same time. So we're going to be looking at what we understand about past lives, We're going to be looking at concurrent lifetimes, that is this concept of perhaps twin flame or soulmate, and we want to look at how can we access future lifetimes where perhaps we know things differently and we can bring that knowledge into this lifetime. But as you say, let's start with the context of what is this idea of reincarnation or past lives and how does it show up? historically in different cultures and different religions and how is it showing up right now in our own modern world with this fascination that we have about being able to change time or go back in time or live more lifetimes and we're going to look at some of the movies and the cultural things that are out there right now as we do that so as I was sitting in the dentist office this morning getting my teeth all shiny for our show Mm -hmm. I was I was thinking about something like dentistry and where why why do we care so much about our teeth in, in this lifetime? Why do we have this understanding of oral hygiene and how important it is? And looking historically back at the history of tooth care and, and how this fits into reincarnation is this. As I'm sitting in the office thinking about how well I take care of my teeth in this lifetime, I had a wonder about had there been other lifetime experiences that I have somewhere in my memory bank where I had really, really bad teeth or bad things happened to my teeth or to my mouth. And so part of the influence of that experience in a past lifetime is that I take really good care of my teeth in this lifetime. And as I'm sitting in the office, I'm doing some research for today's show on top of what I already understand about cultural um, und- cultural beliefs around past lives. And I'm looking for references in the Bible, in the Christian Bible for reincarnation. Because of all the world religions, Christianity is one that, on the surface at least, and for many of the denominations of of Christianity, are very certain that we only get to live one life, and that this is the life in which we must do our best work in order to be reunited with God, as, as a very, very generalized understanding of this idea that we only get to live one life. So going through lots of different research around this, there's lots of contrary Contrary information and even the same quotes from the Bible are being used to on the one hand Demonstrate that Christianity does not hold space for reincarnation and on the other hand It does hold space for reincarnation and I would invite everyone to do their own Research around this to better understand the cultural influences that we're experiencing now coming from our own histories I I Look at some of the passages that I read in the Bible that are being cited as evidence to suggest that Jesus had a concept, understanding of reincarnation. And from my perspective, through my filters, I can see that there is evidence for that. Equally, I can see that some people could look at the same quote and say, no, that's not what that's saying at all. (laughs) But there are a lot of people who are Christian who do incorporate this concept of reincarnation and that we live more than one lifetime into their belief systems. Mostly in the West, our influence has come from Eastern religions that that have an idea of evolution and growth happening over many lifetimes because that's simply how long it takes to learn all the things about being a good person and to ascend through the kinds of traumas and difficulties and challenges that that we have when we're human until apparently we can find ourselves in the state of nirvana where we have no attachment to ego, no attachment to the material world, no attachment to expectation. And from there we step into enlightenment. There are parallels between the different world religions that suggest an understanding, or at least a desire to believe that there's more to life than just one life. And then when you start looking at some of the the more esoteric religions, it's almost a given. Um, if you're going to start looking at um, paganism, or you're going to start looking at some of the more esoteric Eastern religions, it's simply understood that this is what our experience is.
2: Mm. And, and, you know, let's just take a minute before we go to break to just mention that even in the realm of this in the history, how it brings itself forward to people that are in the world today, and that Mm -hmm. have been since those times you mentioned, but have been in the world today as a beacon of light to carry this conversation forward, right? Because Absolutely. we are talking about people that are like you. They're teaching others about past life regression. We're talking about people that have come out in the world. And I think you mentioned Sylvia Brown. You know, first time mm-hmm. I had any inkling of Sylvia Brown or who she was. I mean, clearly, if you don't know who she is, she really was, don't you think, um, a, a, a pioneer contemporary for our time around this, no?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, She's a fascinating individual. She's no longer with us on on this realm, and I'm curious who she's, (laughs) if she's reincarnated yet, um, and who that person is going to be. She was able to bring conversation from a very fringe part of society into a much more uh, mainstream part of society through her original Christianity and, and that, and her belief around Christianity and what she grew up with. And she created actually her own church, her own version of of the church and and of her faith that included looking beyond what was right in front of us, always coming from for her a place of of God and the divine, and starting to question and look at what is psychic phenomenon, what is energy, what are spirits, what's happening beyond our five senses when we engage our sixth sense and start to experience phenomenon that cannot be explained in the container of contemporary culture and society. Then we look at someone like Dr. Brian Weiss, who was a traditional psychiatrist, went through all the traditional psychiatry. He writes this wonderful story about the first patient with whom he started to experience the possibility of a past life being of influence into the current situation that his client was suffering from. And he was so impressed with her healing coming from the understanding of this other experience that didn't fit into her current life that it didn't exist in the current life that he started to do more research gain more understanding look at reincarnation beliefs from around the world and better understand how this kind of hypnotherapy and moving into these memories could be beneficial to his clients to help them with phobias and PTSD and traumas that didn't seem to be affected by any of the conventional trainings that he had had. So when we start getting the sort of the metaphysical area of exploration affecting mainstream traditions, that's when I really feel like we can open up a dialogue for how these kinds of experiences can become part of our healing journey which is what I do when I work with with past life memories or future life memories I mean some of it's just fun and it's kind of interesting and it's it's just it's curious who we could have been but more than that for me it's looking at the influences of those other experiences both from this lifetime and others on the current situations and experience the person is having and how can we heal and change and shift some of those influences so the person can be fully present in this lifetime. And that's what we're going to be talking
2: about today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, now look, why are we so in our pop culture here in the US? Why has time travel now and past lives, how have these two concepts, ideas, things, whatever you want to call them, How has the intersection of them now, how is that showing up in the world we live in today? And to what end, to what end? When we come back, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about how our culture, our pop culture in the United States, at least, and and Canada too, how we are embracing time travel far greater than we ever have in the strangest, and most glorious ways. Take a short break, we'll be right back.
1: How many times do you find yourself saying it was nothing? Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage To Be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Hers to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self, Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com, and listen to the first Tuesday of the month at 11 a.m. Pacific
0: with host Sherry Clark. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. If you've ever had a broken heart, you know how painful that can be and how long it can sometimes take to heal it. I'm Megan Edge, author of The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook, published with Balboa Press and Hay House. In the Heart's Journey, I share with you my own heartbreak and how I healed it through the beautiful hearts that found me in nature. From taking photographs of these hearts for myself, I've created this beautiful toolkit, which includes the guidebook, which has my story, how to work with Oracle Cards as a healing tool, and the story of each of these hearts as they cross my path. I've also created a beautiful journal. There's a pen, a bookmark, and of course, the 42 Healing Hearts Oracle Cards. You can order The Heart's Journey, Healing Hearts, Oracle Cards, and Guidebook through my website, meganedge.ca, through Balboa Press, Amazon, and many other places online or your local shops. I look forward to hearing about your heart's healing. The earth is an ever-changing being. Goddess Light shamanic healer, Bree Gibbs, guides us through the ascending worlds, bringing forth knowledge and truth. As a light creator, she is here to provide new information needed at this time in our evolution. Join Brie as she shares messages from guides, spirits, ascended masters, goddesses, and others. Tune in Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific for the Dr. Brie Show, The Goddess Emergence, and live the authentic life.
2: What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain?
1: Tune
0: in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with
2: Vibrant Purposeful Living at LouParadise.com. Benny, Benny, yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> am I throwing it too Pink far back, boy, am I throwing it too dark far back, side of the moon, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is the one CD out of, my, yes, I do listen to CDs, but it's the one CD out of my CD collection that I don't even ever, ever, ever put away, mm. who knows why, what past life does that have to do with
0: that's why it's timeless, That is why it's timeless. Oh, you too. (laughs) Whoa, seriously. You know, Uh, Pat, here's an important point to to make before we dive into the next section, is that not every single thing in the current life is based on experiences from past lives. And this is something that I, I remember reading in the Seth material and Jane Roberts. And I just, I, I know our audience has heard me talk about this before. I love the Seth material. I love the way he talks. I love what he talks about. And he's just so practical and he's funny and he's irreverent. And he's basically saying to us down here, because he's been through all of his various past lives. And he's saying to us, look, you guys could do so much more you are capable of so much more, including time travel, including interdimensional travel and understanding, including accessing every other lifetime you've ever lived, because all of them are currently happening now, and they're not occurring in isolation. Everything that I do in my life now, especially if it has to do with a better understanding of myself and my own journey through this life and many others, has a ripple effect that goes out across the universe. And energetically, if I do the healing work today for a past life trauma, then not only am I healing my memory and my, my body's memory of it and the influence of it on my life today, I'm also healing the me that had that experience. I'm helping to heal the experience in the time in which it happened. But equally, I believe, that the events of my lifetime that are unique to this lifetime, things that I have never experienced before in any other lifetime, has an impact back through time and forward through time on the me's from those other lifetimes. Mm.
2: But you know, I want, before we uh, get to the topic, and we're probably gonna skip the next break. um, One of the things that you're also doing, Megan, is you're not just talking about it, but you've created ways to help people Kind of move along as well. And I want to take a moment, if we could, for folks to know how to find out more about you. But also, you've got Confident Healer, and you have something new that you're starting. Can you talk about those for a minute?
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, so first of all, the best way to find me and to learn about me and to see the work I do is to go and visit my website, which is at meganedge.ca. We have a, a YouTube channel as well called Megan Edge Healing, and I post all kinds of things. On, I think we've got over 350 videos now at this point. Talks that I've given, you'll find talks on past life that I've given in the, pa- in the past. <laughs> you know, snippets and trainings and visualizations and all kinds of really wonderful juicy ways to to see the work I do and to know if how I do my work and the work I do is a fit for for you and for what it is that you are hoping to achieve and accomplish in your own healing journey, but also through personal growth and and self-awareness as a healer myself. That's what I call myself. I'm a healer, capital H healer. And I know that the world is full of healers. I know there's a lot of healers out there who are not stepping into claiming that as their birthright and as the work that they do because of influences from other lifetimes, I believe, where they were shut down, killed, persecuted for their ability to help other people be well, if that's not what fit with what those in power or those in charge uh, wanted for the general population. So yes, we're talking about the Inquisition. Yes, we're talking about any time when somebody's been persecuted for the fact that they can help other, other people. So what I've created and put in place is a program called The Confident Healer, and it's a 10-month intuitive intensive healer certification program that brings you through various different kinds of metaphysical and alternative healings and doing your own personal healing work. And one of the modules is past life healing or past life, present healing, something like that. I can't remember the exact wording of it, but it is to say this is such an important body of work, I feel, for understanding ourselves and for our own healing journey that I want my healers to spend as much time as they can learning and understanding these tools and techniques so they can take them into their own relationships with their clients when they have them. And then we spend a whole month working on it. And then we refer to it over the course of the 10 months that the program runs for what you and I are going to be able to talk about in this hour. It just pains me that we can't spend an entire week talking about this for people because it's so fascinating. And there's so many different things that we can, we can do with it Um, i do have another training which is the intuitive energy massage and that's an ongoing training level one level two and master teacher and i've introduced a new one called the eight power steps to becoming a master manifester and that's an online course we just finished our our first first online class with this Uh, we had an amazing time during those eight weeks and we have another one starting at the end of april so we can make sure everyone gets that information later on in the show Wow.
2: I mean, and that's part of what we're talking about here today, really to take a look at not just about looking at our past lives and healing and understand the power, but how we get to show up in the world. Right. Absolutely. Um, and so, you know, let's talk about two things if we could, mm-hmm. you know, I, I did leave us with time travel and past lives, but I also want to bridge this together with not only our, the obsession in our pop culture, but I want to really get at the healing the life with past life regression so mm-hmm. two points one what is our fascination with time travel and past lives because we're seeing it we're seeing it in movies we're s- not just like these independent movies Megan blockbuster mm-hmm. movies oh yeah and the whole time travel thing the the entire uh, Avengers Marvel comic book whatever
0: you want to call it hinges upon mm-hmm. time travel <laughs> well and so did the whole Star Trek series yes. But not just time travel, but also parallel lives. Looking at a life that you're currently living, that you could be currently living a different way and being able to cross those divides so that you understand what it's like to be living both those lives at the same time. Having made different choices that got you to those different lifetimes or to those different timelines rather. Mm -hmm. And that's that's timelines within one life. And then you're going to add to that time travel and, and that's, there's a whole, oh my gosh, so much information, so much conversation about what is correct time travel, what you can and cannot do if you go to the past or to the future, what effect are you having on timelines, and it's interesting, I find the whole conversation around don't make any changes to the past if you go back to the past, kind of rhetorical, because if, well, from my belief is that time is not fixed, and nor are events fixed. So while you might change the outcome of your present life by going back in the past and making a different decision, if we're going to be talking about simultaneous time and happen tracks, it's all happening anyways. It's really becomes a matter like a mental exercise, a mental gymnastics of being able to jump from one point of focus, one point of consciousness, to a different point of focus with your still yourself still as the star of the show, if you're doing that work on your own timeline, never mind bringing in other people's timelines. (laughs) (laughs) Um, When you ask the question, why would we wanna go back to the past? The the thing that comes up for me right away is regret. Yeah. And I love this question. I love posing this question to my students and to clients as well. If you could go back into the past of the past you were familiar with, this lifetime's past, what, if anything, would you change? What choices would you make differently? What things would you take back that you'd said I wish you hadn't? What relationships would you not engage in with what you know now? For me the best answer to that question is I would change nothing. I would change nothing. Even the parts of my life this lifetime that have not been fun, that have not been pleasant, that have been painful emotionally or physically, things I perhaps wish I hadn't said in the moment but with the perspective of where I sit now what I recognize is I wouldn't be where I am today I wouldn't be sitting here with you for example having this amazing conversation if all of the events in my life hadn't happened exactly the way that they happened from this point of focus yeah You
2: know, when I think about this, and I think about, you you know, kind of the comment I made about Jupiter going in retrograde, you know, retrograde, people think about this as a perfect time of reflection, to really, it's it's not like other retrogrades, it's not like other planetary movement, you know, but one of the things I'm really, you know, uh, drawn into and talking with you about is like looking at ripple effects of things, like Mm -hmm. looking at dream recall. And I know you work with people and have seen this in your own practice. You've seen how if we look at concepts of time travel, if we look at past life, past life regression, then we put it together with the way to heal. We then have healing stories,
0: don't we? Absolutely, and at the end of the day, Pat, I don't really care how we get to the healing like whether or not we can prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that people live more than one lifetime is irrelevant to a conversation with a client where memories are surfacing that are very specific to something that's occurring right now in this lifetime, but seemingly are coming from a different time and place because they're dressed differently in their memory, because there's different people around, whatever the indicators are. If the work that we can do with those memories changes for the better, the person's experience right now, then the healing has, is happening. It's happened. And they've been the ones in control of that healing. When I do my work with past lives, I don't tell people what their past lives were. I certainly can. I, I do receive that information when I tune into it. But I would much rather my client or my student have their own memory because it's their memory. It's going to be way more powerful an experience if they remember for themselves what that other life experience was, and equally the same techniques we use to uncover and remember things from this lifetime, right? I mean, one of the things people often say to me is, well, past lives can't be real, because we would remember more of them if they were, and I say to them, really, do you remember what you had for breakfast last Wednesday? Because I don't. (laughs) I've been on this planet for 50 years. There's a lot I don't remember about the day-to-day things, even some of the bigger things in my life. I don't retain all that information consciously. But I do believe it's all in there subconsciously. And when I do this work, we always start with this lifetime. I mean, this is the life that we're here to do the healing work in, if there's healing work to be done. This is the starting point. If we are unable to find a source for whatever the pain is that they're experiencing in this lifetime, then I will say, why don't we have a look and let's do some visualization. Let's do some, let's use some techniques to to connect in Let's see if maybe, maybe the source is from somewhere else.
2: Mm. Well, it really leads to the question for you specifically, Megan, is how do you use past life regression or exploration of past lives? How do you use that in the healing work you do with others?
0: It comes up in the most odd places sometimes. I mean, often people will come to me and say, I want to do past life work. I know that there's something there, I can feel it. I, you know, I've read lots about it. I feel like this is what's going on for me. And, and so we start from that place. But what also often happens is that through the course of a intuitive counseling conversation, I start to get a feeling, it's like a prickly feeling, and I go, hmm, would you be open to looking at the possibility that why you're having such a difficult time right now in understanding the source of your wounding or your pain or your discomfort could potentially be residue and influence from a different lifetime that your soul and body is remembering. And so from there and only with their permission, if this this is a space that they're comfortable exploring, do we then move into doing that, that piece of the work? Pat, I have experienced literally miracle instantaneous healings of pain, of remorse, of sadness, of guilt, of shame, of phobias from that moment of connecting to the source that is holding up all of that. Mm. I I watched a client cure a, a lifelong phobia she had of priests in one past life session that we did because we were able to find the story, find what the experience was back in the 13th century. It made perfect sense why she would not feel comfortable around men of the cloth. And I'm not saying anything against that whatsoever. This is this is coming from a place of observation, not from a place of judgment for what she went through and experienced. For her, going into those memories, going into that, filling in that story the way that we did It was so visceral for her. Every single cell in her body knew the truth of what she was remembering she had experienced in that other lifetime. And once we had that story, then we could clear it. We could clear it by a really simple technique in which we remind this current body, which is unique and has never existed before, that it is not the experience of this body, what was experienced in the past lifetime. And then I, I work with colors. I work with other th- other techniques to help visualize every cell releasing the need to hold that experience anymore because now the work's been done on it. And she walked out of my space saying, wow, I think I'm okay now. And then contacted me a couple of days later and said, walked past a priest on the street, gave him a smile. Mm. Had no problem. <laughs>
2: yeah. it,
0: it's that powerful. And that I think that the power is coming from our minds ability to conceive of this possibility of healing. I think it comes from our, our own human capacity to be resilient. I, the, could the healing work be done without doing past life exploration or past life regression? I, you know what I feel into that. And my truth is for some things, yes. But for certain things that have such an emotional charge at the moment that they happened or as they were happening, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: no, we have, that's where we need to go. We need to open our minds to the possibility other lifetimes exist and then to the possibility that those lifetimes have influence on this lifetime and that we can do the work now. And that's why we can access that other lifetime's Mm -hmm. memory, because this is the time that we can do. That
2: work? Well, you know, it's like someone said to me, um, you you know, several months ago, you know, they said to me, you know, I've tried everything else. And, you know, here I am. The only thing that I really haven't tried was past life regression, or an exploration of that. Mm -hmm. And what they were saying is, if it's out there, I've tried it. Uh, Whether it be therapy, you name it. And what they were saying is the only thing I haven't really looked at and explored was the impact or the effect of a a past life on my life today. And I think we're talking about that, but we're also talking about the fact that when you say yes to that and you go down that journey and a healing does occur, Mm -hmm. it has a ripple effect on our lives. Can you talk
0: about that? Yes. So anytime there's a healing, I believe we send out a vibration out into the world and it's like dropping a pebble in a pond. It doesn't matter how big or how small the pebble is. The ripples are still going to happen. They don't only ripple out to the people around us. So when we do our healing work or if we're feeling really good one day and we go outside and we interact with people, they're going to start to feel good as well because of the impact of our emotions. They, They sense it in that ripple effect. But I also believe that When we are able to connect at a deeper level to this kind of work, the depth of this kind of work, and have the healing experience, there's a ripple that goes out across time and has an effect on the other aspect of yourself in that other lifetime, which actually allows that lifetime to be experienced differently, which means that all of the lifetimes get to be experienced differently at the same time benefiting the whole soul and the whole soul's evolution and growth. Does that make sense? Well, it does.
2: It does make (laughs) sense. And more importantly, it really talks about the very fact that there is a whole of us. Yes. Yes. Uh, And, and, you know, as we look at that and we look at the full spectrum of who we are, then that's when we could really see, look, we are complex Mm in so many ways. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, looking at past lives and exploring our past lives and then connecting the dots to healing is really more than just a conceptual conversation. Mm -hmm. It's really about the demonstration of results and we've seen it over and over again. What we're going to do is we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Beyond past lives, what is this notion of concurrent and future lives? What is it about this process, about this exploration that sets people free? Maybe if you can't explain the depth and the breadth of it, when we come back, Megan's going to take us on a journey of exponential growth. We'll be right back, everybody.
1: Darcy Pariso is your connection to spirit, energy, and healing. You can meet Darcy in person at upcoming events throughout Seattle. Do you have questions about your animal companions, yourself, or do you desire to communicate with loved ones on the other side? Darcy will connect you and get answers. Darcy can also work with energy healing to help you and your animal companions feel more balanced and recharged. Visit darcyparisocom events. Tune in to People Like Us Radio with Megan Lyons, transcending the trauma of the human experience. Megan will be raising the universal consciousness by empowering listeners with their own inner strength, working past trauma and abuse. Megan will show you how to find true healing and inner peace through the art and practice of self-love. Tune in every first and third Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For more information about Megan and her work, visit EnterTheLightLLC.com. How often do you find yourself wondering why me? Learn a new shift in perspective to see how everything that takes place in your life is actually working for you and shifting you towards your own enlightenment. Tune in to Blank Enlightenment Radio with Misty Thompson each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit MistyMThompson.com. That's MistyMThompson.com.
0: Tune in to The Astral Insider, your portal for adventure,
2: insight, and growth with Fernando Albert and get ready to tour the astral realm, expand your life in ways you've never imagined and call in for the journey of your life with this world-renowned lucid dreamer, astral projectionist, psychic medium, and healer, Fernando Albert. This is every second and fourth Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com.
1: High-frequency healing for an amazing life with Source Light Radio. Join host Laura Barton each month on Transformation Talk Radio as she explores Source Light Integration, a unique spectrum of energy, light, and frequency. Experience instantaneous healing and amazing shifts in consciousness with Source Light Integrations Radio. For more information on Laura and her work, visit SourceLightIntegrations.com.
2: Yeah, everybody, welcome back. Welcome back. Megan Edge, you are listening to On the Edge uh, of Reincarnation, today's episode, Healing the Past. Of course, this is Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. I'm Dr. Pat. I get to take the journey of radical change with these with her each month as we do these shows. Today, we are taking on the conversation of healing, understanding, and you know what I believe is the exploration of, of all of the connected dots of energy mm-hmm. that we experience, whether in this life or another life. Uh, for more information about Megan, you can go to her website for sure. Uh, can everybody uh, get your classes? Can they get it at meganedge.ca? Yep, yeah, just look under classes
0: or workshops, and all the information is there. You can also find me on Facebook. I'm at Megan Edge uh, or Megan Edge Healing is the is the business page. I'm happy to. Click yes to a friend request. You can also email me. Contact information is on the website. I'm on LinkedIn under Megan Edge Healing, YouTube under Megan Edge Healing. We're putting out in the world as much as we possibly can that we believe is going to be helpful to people who are ready, willing, able, interested, just want to explore things from a different perspective, which is what we're doing here today as well. we were talking just in, in the break about flying and you were saying that you love to skydive. And, and so perhaps you didn't have a fear of, or you haven't fallen off a bridge. Like I was saying, I thought I had in the past life. Right. And I said, to you, well, maybe you already healed it. I mean, yeah. you did fall off a cliff somewhere in a past life, but you've done the work, the work is healed or that life is complete. You don't need to remember every single life, every single trauma you've ever experienced because not all of them are relevant to the work that you're doing in any given lifetime. Some of them have already been healed. Some of them were part of the story. There was no residual trauma from it. So the idea with past life work that, A, you always have to go into a traumatic event, not true, and and B, that why can't we remember all of them? Again, you don't need to remember all of them. Not all of them need your attention at this point in time. And depending on how many times you've chosen to come back and be human and have this human experience, You may have three or four, you may have three or 4,000. You're not going to remember all of them. (laughs) (laughs) The ones that are going to be most specific in my experience of doing this, and I've been, I've been doing past life exploration and regression work for the last 10, 12 years, since I started this as my work work, I've been fascinated by my whole life. So it's really a lifelong journey in this lifetime to do this kind of work. What I, what I love to see is when somebody is open to exploring the possibilities of where their healing can take them. And I'd love to share a story, one of my client stories, about a wonderful character named Marcus, if I can. Yeah. So a client came to me and her, she was paralyzed in this lifetime with the fear of having to make decisions. Making choices had become so painful for her that she'd also started to develop agoraphobia. She she couldn't leave the house even. This was how painful it was for her to have to make decisions. And there wasn't really anything that we could uncover in this current lifetime that would explain why this had shown up in her life and why it had become so difficult. And, and interestingly, it's shown up at a certain time in her life. It wasn't something she had from childhood. It suddenly showed up. So we started doing some past life work around it. And, and in, a, in a Reader's Digest Nutshell version of it, here's what we discovered. She had been a man named Marcus. She was a carpet salesman. She had sunk everything into her business, his his business, Marcus's business. But the thing is, Marcus was a bit of a shady character, it turns out. (laughs) Because here's the other thing about past life exploration. You're not always going to like who you have been. (laughs) We're not all angels in our past lives. So he was a bit of a shyster. And he had basically lost all the family's money. This was his last chance. He was going to a huge carpet convention if you will but we're talking sort of fourth fifth century that far back right so he gets to and all of this was coming in so vividly he gets to the the event and he starts to set up his carpet stall and the fellow next to him says hey marcus buddy tell you what you look pretty stressed why don't i take those carpets off your hand i'll sell them for you i've got a better business anyways i'll give you a cut so he says yes he leaves he comes back the next day guess what Carpets are gone. His buddy is gone. He's lost everything. And as the story unfolded, we learned that Marcus never went home. He never went back to his wife and children. He was so ashamed and so distraught over the decision and choice that he had made and the effect of that choice and decision that he couldn't face himself any longer. So when she came out of that meditation, she said to me, my God, What do I do with this now? I felt him. I could feel the the market. I could feel all of it. What do I do? How do I help him? I said, let's go back. Let's take you back to meeting him on the road. You're going to be you in this lifetime, current lifetime. And you're going to have a conversation with Marcus. And we did this all through visualization and meditation techniques. So that's what she did. And she told, she was telling me as she was going through this, talking to him, explaining who she was. And and we we're talking higher self conversations here and demonstrating to him what his choice was going to result in. Hmm. So we went through it and he didn't take the fellow up on his offer. Instead, he sold all of his carpets. He made his money back. And the end of the story was that he went back to his wife and children. He never sold carpets again. They went off and did something else, whatever they did. the sense of this energy lifting up off of her and off of him, because now his life experience had changed. And so the two of them lifted themselves, both out of the influence of that crossover of those lifetimes. And year, this was years ago, and she still every once in a while we cross paths, and she says to me, "I still talk to Marcus." <laughs> she says, if "I need to make a decision. Marcus and I will sit down and we'll we'll talk it out to see what is going to be in our highest good as we move forward.
2: Wow, it's just it's such a powerful story. It is a powerful story, and and it taps into what we said earlier, and that is, you know, we're really talking about a major shift in the life that we're living today and the woundedness of that to a pathway of freedom, and that is also the work that you do. Mm -hmm. It's the opening up. It's a pathway to freedom. You know, it's looking at how we can visualize for ourselves where we
0: are and where we want to go. That's that's exactly it. And my techniques are quick. They are, in a sense, focusing on the miracle energy. Mm. You've carried this long enough. When you're so ready to put it down, we can do that. You can change your mind in a second and be done with an old way of being in the world, an old way of showing up in the world that simply is no longer serving you. When I do my past life work, I always be sure to leave a client session or train my students how to access not only those those kinds of experiences that may be exerting what we experience as negative influences on ourselves, but also Mm -hmm. to tap into all the amazing, beautiful lifetime experiences that we have in our memory banks where all of our needs were met and exceeded. Mm -hmm. We were loved unconditionally. We were safe. We were allowed to be in our full potential in our full authenticity. And there may be listeners and watchers out there right now who are going, that's just a freaking fantasy. Like, there's mm-hmm. no way anybody can have a life like that. I beg to differ. Yeah. I believe you can, and I believe we have, and I believe we do. So, here's what I'd love to do I'd love to take everybody through a super quick. Let's do it. Let's do it. We have
2: about four minutes. Let's end the show with this transformative
0: event. All right. So everybody, just however you're comfortable, close your eyes, leave them open, doesn't matter. Taking a nice deep breath in all the way in and then exhale and just feel your body as you do that. Do it again. Another nice deep breath in and exhale. Just moving the breath through your body. One more time, nice deep breath in. And then a calm, slow release. And what I would like to invite you to do is simply to open up your mind and imagine, imagine a lifetime in which all of your needs are met and exceeded. You experience love unconditionally. You are safe. You are thriving. Opportunities are available to you to fully step into your best and most authentic self, you are supported. What does that life look like? Start to paint a picture in your mind, however it comes to you. For some of you, it could be visual. Some of you could be auditory. You could be seeing colors. It may simply be a beautiful feeling. Access it and then start to answer these very specific questions. Who are you in this lifetime? Are you male or female? What do you look like? What color is your skin? How tall are you? How short are you? How are you dressed? Where are you? Are you outside somewhere? Are you inside somewhere? Look around you. Notice the people that are around you, if there are any. See the environment that you're in. Play with your imagination. Let it all fall in. If any If ends or buts show up, just gently set them aside. This is fun. This is simply you connecting to this beautiful vision. You're using your imagination, which is your strongest tool for this kind of work. Just let it all show up. And what you're seeing is a snapshot of a moment in time in which you had a sense in your body of safety and of love and of possibilities and of support. And what you can do is move it forward or move it backwards. It's like watching a movie. Go forward 10 years. How old are you? What's going on? What's happening for you? Has family grown, or have you grown older with your loved one? You can go back in time. This is how we work with time travel. You can go back to when you were younger in that lifetime. What did it feel like to be with parents and other adults who loved you and adored you? Let every cell in your body Know what that feels like. And just let the imagery and the knowing flow into your consciousness. Sit with it for a moment. Okay, then take another nice deep breath in. And exhale. Slowly open your eyes. Take another nice deep breath in. Exhale. Look around you. See what's around you. And then one more breath, come back fully into your body. And what I invite you to do before you do anything else is grab a piece of paper or your recorder and just jot a few notes down about what that experience was like. It didn't have to be anything in particular. There was no right way for that to go for you. But write it down or make a record of it so that you can come back to it and you can start painting in the picture. You can start filling it in. You can ask for a name. You can connect with this individual. You can bring their experience of being you and your experience of being them into this current lifetime whenever you need to remember what that feels like. And I think that's such a beautiful way to work with other lifetime experiences and memories. Mm.
2: Megan, thank you for another powerful, powerful show. You've
1: been listening to Playing on the Edge Radio with Megan Edge. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show Network, providing you with ways of sustaining radical and powerful changes in your life. If you've missed any part of this episode or want to find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca.